experience. I'm your host Aurora and I'm very happy to be spending some time with you today. I hope you're doing well. As many of you know, I launched my coaching business. I am currently scheduling people in for my 30 to 60 minute initial call that is for free. So if you feel like you want to meet with me and uh, we explore a little bit, yeah, where you feel stuck, where you want to grow, where you want to change, feel free to contact me on Facebook, Aurora Eggert. Just add me there, shoot me a message, and then I will send you a link to my calendar. I will also leave it here in the show notes if you just want to, yeah, book yourself in, feel free. And at the same time, I want to say thank you to everybody who is listening to my podcast so consistently. You guys are incredible. I feel so honored to be serving you. I hope I bring you lots of value and yeah. I love being on this journey, love connecting with you. And same here, contact me on Facebook or Instagram, The Borealis Experience. And yeah, we can connect. I would love that so much. All right, today's episode is about change and why it is so incredibly difficult to embrace change. COVID. <laughs> has been with us now with over one and a half years, maybe two years even for some people. And it brought a lot of changes with it. Lots of regulations, lots of pain, lots of suffering, lots of novelty. And many, 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 many people suffered and were frustrated and angry and depressed. And some people we're able to see it as an opportunity. And I find it so fascinating because some of these people you would think as an outsider, oh my God, that person is going to be so devastated because he or she had to leave their job or had to move somewhere else or whatever pain and change COVID brought with it. And they did awesomely. They took it and embraced the change and just were able to make something even better out of it. Yeah, you thought they had it all and would lose it all. And instead they lost it all. Yes, they had it all. But they were able to create something new. And I find that so incredibly fascinating and inspiring to see and what is the mindset that these people have in order to see challenges and obstacles as opportunities to grow, opportunities to laugh and just embrace it. I think it is really, really cool. And for those of us who suffered and were frustrated and depressed, that is 
part of it too and it's horrible. I hate to see how many people are suffering and how much pain there is right now. Not self-inflicted, but yeah, just outside circumstances that make it so very hard to live a happy and peaceful life. Now let's assume though, I know it is hard, but let's imagine COVID was over and we were all free again. And uh, COVID brought these changes. COVID made us aware of stuff that we could have a closer look at and maybe uh, embrace change in the future because it would do us well. Why, even if we know that the change would bring good, why is it still so hard for most of us to embrace change and to have sustainable change? Because don't get me wrong, a lot of people embrace change and change habits, uh, start a diet, uh, start exercising excessively all of a sudden, but not in a sustainable way. Like after one month, you can meet with that person and they will tell you, ah, yeah, well, life happens. Uh, I injured myself. Uh, yeah, it's not really fitting my schedule anymore. And yeah, people will fall out of their beautiful new habits again. And why is that? Why is it so incredibly tough? And what I'm learning as being a coach right now is that we all have a different view on life, a different view on reality. We all have a different lifestyle. We all have different thinking patterns. We all have a different sense of humor, right? That's pretty obvious. But we also embrace change very differently. For some people, it is really, really, really painful to let go of a habit because that little habit is so deeply ingrained in their life. Not only like to keep themselves occupied, to have something to do, but emotionally, on an emotional level, there is habits that are obviously shitty to pursue but our behavior goes back so far our little habit has started back when we maybe went through a heartbreak or through the divorce of our parents or something traumatic that has happened and We embrace that habit now because it was helping us to soothe. It was helping us to cope with life. And we keep engaging in that habit because nobody ever challenges us or we never question our habits. So we continue doing what we're doing for years and years and years. It makes us feel good because it used to soothe us and it is still awesome now. And now we sit there with these habits and have kind of the mirror pointed at us 
we look into our eyes and we realize, shit, I don't want that habit anymore. I don't like it and I'm just going to stop doing it. Cold turkey. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, here in Canada. <laughs> Speaking of turkeys. All right. So with willingness and discipline, that person now decides to drop that habit. Well, guess what? Is that going to be sustainable? Is that going to be a long-term change? Ah, it's tough to say. Yeah, you can approach it with toughness and discipline and, and really hate yourself through the process of getting rid of that habit. But, as I just pronounce it here, it will be a tough journey. And it might not even be sustainable. So all that toughness, all that pain that you're going through, the withdrawal systems and stuff, might be for nothing because you might be falling back here all too soon because you didn't address your emotions, your unconscious outcome that you want from that habit. So let's take an example because that makes it always uh, way easier. Let's say your parents divorced. It was a painful divorce. You were six. It really has a deep impact on your baby's baby brain and, and your heart and everything. And your dad moves away and your mom now has to work full time. You never get to see her. You're busy with your schooling stuff and struggle at school. And on the weekend, your mom has some time off and she uh, decides to spend time with you. And you guys like to watch TVs. You just love watching movies together. And you love to eat chips and chocolate with these movies. And you really enjoy these moments because you feel your mommy is giving you all the attention you need all the attention that you probably needed the whole week and now, yeah, you get it once a week and you're going to make the best of it. So you're bonding with your mom, you're having a good experience, you can relax, you can laugh a little bit and chocolate and chips are involved. They're usually never in your life, but now your mom wants to spoil you too and you indulge in chips and chocolate. Now, On a physical level, on a chemical level, and mental, emotional level, these chips and chocolates are going to tattoo themselves into your system like you cannot even imagine how deep. Fast forward 30 years later. You are overweight, you hate exercising, you feel lonely and chips and chocolate are still in your life because those two things remind you of bonding, belonging, relaxation, laughter, love and you are not even conscious of it. Now imagine cutting out chocolate and chips and if you have it sitting on your counter right now, you look at it and just think, yeah, well, I'm just not going to buy it anymore. But what is 
gonna miss like what is gonna be missed out of your life at the same time you cut out these two things yeah that little bit of sense of belonging love laughter relaxation okay now that we know that what are we gonna do about it logical consequence i think would be let's replace it All right, so you're not going to buy that chocolate and those chips anymore. But instead, every time you crave those two things, you're going to call your best friend. And you're going to spend time with your dog. You're going to go do something socializing where you will get laughter, relaxation, belonging, bonding out of it. Right? Because this is what your system originally wanted. And those stupid chips and chocolate were just a replacement. So, replacing is the key and not only taking away. This is just a very, very easy little example that I put out here for you today. Same goes for, you know, drug addictions. Um, cigarettes, sugar, um, overly exercising. Like people can be addicted and have shitty habits. You don't believe it. What, what some of us really come up with and we have so many excuses to hang on to these habits, but there will be a point where we want to let go. And then it's not only a matter of discipline and willingness, but also self-image, yeah? Do you believe that you deserve a better life, a higher level, a higher, um, how do you say, quality of life? Because you're going to let go of these habits, you're going to step up, right? You're not going to step down. Is your system calibrated for a better quality of life? Or were you engaging in these habits because you don't feel deserving? And that is going to be one of my next episodes here because this is another point. Some of us are very like clear as day that their habits are being destructive for them, but they will not let go of them because they don't feel deserving of a healthy and good life. They are still punishing themselves for something that happened back then. And this is why they're still going to hang on to those habits. And this is why changes, making changes is so freaking difficult. So with this episode today, I want you to be very aware now of, of What are the things that you would like to change? And what is it that makes it difficult for you to not make these changes? And to be 10,000 times more forgiving and kind with yourself when it doesn't work right away. Because lots of us, we get so impatient, we, we believe, oh yeah, well, it's so hard and we're so weak and we're not going to make it anyways. And then they give up because they're being so hard on themselves at first. And then 
they feel depressed because it didn't lead anywhere. Or if you have somebody in your surroundings who is struggling with giving up a habit, I want you to have 10,000 times more compassion now than you had before listening to my episode here. Because making changes is not for everybody. You got to have the freaking discipline, willingness, and not only that, but the sense of deserving and self-love and stepping behind these habits and finding out what is the outcome that I'm craving and how can I replace it with a habit that is slightly better for myself. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for subscribing to my podcast here, for leaving me a review. It is the best feedback that I can receive on Apple Podcast. And if ever you want to buy me a coffee and say thank you, don't hold back. I have the link in my show notes. Thank you so much for being there. Until next time, bye-bye.